Hi, I'm Bill Arnold. Thank you for listening to this podcast. There are many more podcasts available at MyFaithRadio.com. Your support makes this possible. Thank you. And a warm welcome to the afternoon show. I'm Bill Arnold, and it is uh, a lovely day here in the Twin Cities. When I say that, I mean there's snow coming, and this is what we do here in Minnesota is we combat winter, and we're getting a bunch of it, but that's okay. I don't seem to mind because spring is around the corner, and I'm looking forward to that as well. I've got a great show for you today. My friend Patrick is going to join me in just a minute, and then the old... Uh, the former, I should say, uh, not old, but former station manager, Neil Stavum, is going to join the Monday afternoon mix. And we're going to talk about transitions and how God helps us navigate our way through them. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this first hour. And uh, Dr. Marcus Bachman is going to join me in hour two. Patrick, of course, is my friend from the great state of Iowa and the prestigious town of West Des Moines. Patrick, I hope you're sitting up straight with your shoulders back and you're ready to take on this interview. Uh, I am. Uh, you know, I actually have uh, like one of those yoga balls that uh, you can sometimes I sit on that at my computer. Uh, by the way, you forgot to mention prestigious West Des Moines and friend and colleague. Okay. I, 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 well, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but. Well, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. a little reminder now yeah. and then. I appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah, have you ever, have you ever sat uh, at your computer on one of those yoga balls, I guess what, that's what they call them, Swiss, we, Swiss we, ball. we knew them when they were just this Swiss ball, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it really does help you uh, sit up straight. Uh, I don't recommend it if you have a tendency to fall asleep at your computer, however, <laughs> Yeah, because you will face plant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have one of those, and then I have one of the cushions as well that gives you somewhat of an unstable environment to sit on, and it seems to force your spine into sitting up straight. Isn't well, that strange? It's interesting. Psychology has long recognized that good posture helps support good state of mind. So there you go. Really? Yes. Grandma was right again. <laughs> Grandma's always right. Right. Yes. Don't slouch. Yes. Stand up straight. So a couple of weeks ago, my friend Adam yeah. uh, invited me. He had a couple of tickets to go see the author, uh, Jordan Peterson, he said, would you like to go with? I said, sure. So I went with and found it to be a fascinating uh, evening. But he did have a couple of things that he talked about in his from his book that I, I found very engaging. And that is one of them, just to have good posture, stand up straight with your shoulders back. And it, you open yourself up to the world. It's the opposite of a defensive posture. It's a competent stance. It's head up, shoulders back. Well, so, you know, he, he's written these books about, you know, here's 12 rules, here's 12 more, and uh, weather permitting, I'll get you 12 more. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, and, I've, and, and I and I do find them interesting uh, because you say, well, that's that's a pretty simple thing, and I, I could do that. Uh, you know, these are some, there's a lot of these, well, I could do these things, I could do these things, and they seem so simple, and then you think, well, what kind of a difference are these going to make? But I don't know if you remember the viral video a few years back about the Marine who said, you know, here's the secret to life was make your bed. Yeah, I, I saw that. It's fantastic. And, you know, at first you think, well, well these, okay, sit up straight, you know, but then you say, well, wait, hang on a second, that actually uh, kind of works. 
Well, you know, yeah. it's simple, and I and I could do it. I could just remind myself, stand up straight. Yeah, a good posture can actually help us trick ourselves into the courage we want to have. And and Jordan Peterson said that people oh, wow. with good character often have good posture. How about that? Well, is is out of they're carrying themselves proudly, um, confidently. And he said sometimes it, it, it gives you the courage that you want to have. And it's a pretty simple thing. Stand up straight, shoulders back. I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, you know, it's uh, it was funny you should mention that. Um, there's, there's something about that confidence. Uh, I, I just heard this story, and I want to I, – I hope I attribute it to the right – guy and i'm pretty sure it was barry sanders you remember barry sanders oh, sure so uh detroit lion uh running back just a, a stupendous athlete uh and all kinds of records and uh he was asked recently you know they looked back at old footage and they noticed that um when he would score a touchdown he did no celebratory dance of any kind didn't do anything mm-hmm. and so he says why didn't you know other people are doing the icky shuffle. Remember the icky shuffle sure. was where a lot of it started. Uh, and he said, well, you know, I, my dad taught me, uh, you know, like, act like you've been there before. <laughs> I love it. Act like, act like you've been there before. This, this is just a, just a day of work for you. Another this day is ordinary. Work. And there is something about carrying yourself well. I could see where that would start to, you know, the sort of fake it till you make it. That, And it's simple. You could do it right now. Yeah. Jordan said, uh, you know, pay attention to your posture, quit drooping and hunching around, uh, and walk tall and gaze forthrightly ahead. And when you look around, you go into just about anywhere, people are a little bit hunched over their phone, aren't they? The, uh, the phone kind of did contribute to uh, future chiropractic care, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, I can't remember, uh, you have as double the sisters that I have, half as many sisters as I have. Mm. But since we grew up in the same era, did your sisters practice walking with a book on their yes, head? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yep. And it was all about posture. It was all about it posture. Was, mm-hmm. It was probably grandma or mom saying, stand up straight, walk straight. Yeah, it was my know, mom. Act like you've been there before. Yeah, it was my mom. <laughs> Yeah. What about this idea, Patrick? Do you think that most people are better at helping others than they are at helping themselves? I can help you with that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I will speak for myself. I'm so much better at helping other people. And if my stuff will take the back seat to your project, uh, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Pretty quickly, pretty quickly. And, I, you know, it might be just me trying to procrastinate on my own project, but there's there's always something fun about, uh, you know, when when you're dealing with your own problems, uh, I think you're, you're, you're kind of facing territory you're unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. And so it can be daunting at times. And at times, like for me, I say, I don't know how to solve this problem, so I'm not going to. But sometimes when somebody brings you a problem, you say, well, that's right at my, that's that's in my wheelhouse. I can take care of that, mm-hmm. and I can have accomplished something and done a favor for somebody. I, I don't know if that's part of it. Um, I, I think I've told you before. You know, I, I had friends back when I lived uh, in Los Angeles, and I was part of this magic community. 
that when people had a problem, they, they often brought it to me with the phrase, I don't know if this is something you can fix, which is fighting words. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can do this. This looks pretty complicated. All right. Give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> they knew that then I would not stop until I had solved it. And in the meantime, you know, my place of living is going to disrepair. Bills aren't paid. <laughs> It's easier to take care of other. Well, don't you? Do you? Where do you side on that? Well, you you uh, tend you tend to be a little bit more excited about helping someone than you do getting around to finishing a project of your own. Yeah, it's kind of invigorating uh, to it, give someone a hand. Is this a? This is not a frowned upon activity, is it? No, no. Okay, I didn't know if it, if that's one of the Peterson rules. That says knock it off. You know. <laughs> well, you know, here's the here's an example. For example, if you were to care for a sick animal, uh, most of us mm -hmm. would uh, very carefully follow the protocol that was laid out. You take the animal to the vet, you fill the prescription, you make sure you're doing everything possible to care for the animal's needs, right? But what about yeah. when it comes to your own needs? There was some uh, research that said that uh, twenty to thirty percent of medical prescriptions are never filled. And as much as 50% of medication given to individuals with uh, chronic disease is not taken as prescribed. So you're probably more apt to try to take care of someone or something more than you're going to take care of yourself. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. But is that partly also, you know, you're afraid to take some of these medications or... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I look at some of these, you know, they always say, hey, if you get antibiotics, remember, finish that. Finish that bottle. You don't want to do that's it true. half the way. Yep. Well, recently I had a, this, I was, I had an ear infection. I was given the antibiotics and then I ended up with that stomach problem, as you may recall, that landed me in the hospital and they said, stop taking the antibiotics. And, uh, so I did. And, uh, a week later, the ear infection was back and four months later, I still can't seem to get rid of it. <laughs> I said, is it because I didn't finish the antibiotics? Oh no. Mm -hmm. I should have listened to the, the, but I was listening to the second doctor who had stopped taking those. Mm -hmm. so, All right, Patrick, uh, let me take a little yeah. break. Patrick Albanese is my guest. He's uh, not only my, uh, confidant and friend, but he's also a, a colleague and he's, um, from the great state of Iowa and the prestigious town of West Des Moines. So we're going to continue our little discussion on some great rules that came out of a book uh, from Jordan Peterson that I just saw a couple weeks ago. It was very interesting. We'll be right back. Faith Radio and Afternoons with Bill podcasts are available because of listener support. If you are a supporter... Thank you so much becoming a supporter today by visiting MyFaithRadio.com. What would you do with a brain if you had one? Do? Why, if I had a brain, I could... I could while away the hours, conferring with the flowers, consulting with the rain. I'm back with Patrick Albanese. I always love to start the week off with a little bit of a lightheartedness. A merry heart is like good medicine, and Patrick is the one to help me do that. And we are discussing uh, a little bit of a, a lecture I heard a couple weeks ago by Jordan Peterson, and he's written a book that has gotten very popular. He's sold 4 million copies, and he 
calls them 12 rules for life. And there's some really good rules in there. And one of them, Patrick, is mm-hmm. he says, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. And it seems like <sighs> with social media and everything, there's lots of people doing lots of comparing comparisons. Yeah, I know we've um, we've touched upon this, and it it's when you first get into things like Facebook, you say, "Well, well, this would be fun. I, I, I'll, you know, I'll keep up um, keeping contact with some old friends." And uh, pretty soon, you start to say, "Is this just a competition to see who's living <laughs> the better the better mm-hmm. life?" You know, I, I I have friends that you know are performers, and one of them works a lot of cruise ships. Uh, and so it's, you know, every day, here's a picture of me on this beach. There, Those are my feet right there in that sand, mm-hmm. <laughs> you folks in Iowa. <laughs> right. And, you know, it's like, of course, I'm happy for them. I also know that the downside is that, you know, some of those jobs are, they're hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you get your feet in the sand. But, you you know, you, you can't help but look at that sometimes, or let's all speak for myself, and say, oh, I should be doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you can feel like a big failure. Uh, so, as you know, I still use some of these things, but I just put up a little, you know, I, I write my kids' lunchbox. Uh, I, put, I put a note on their lunches every day. And I take a picture of it and I put that up there, and it's just a joke of the day, you know. And some of my friends give me a little bit of a hard time about it. They say, it's just you and the dad jokes, mm-hmm. you know. In fact, I told a dad joke the other day that was so bad. I rolled my eyes. So, uh, <laughs> and you told the joke. Yes. Yeah, that's really bad then. Yeah. That was really bad then, yeah. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's so, how do you not compare yourself to other people? Look what they're doing. Look well, at them all. Yeah, but comparison not only distorts, but it, it just, it's destructive. And it's not what God would ever want for us because he created us in his image and we're uniquely made and and loved unconditionally and we should just love who who we are and not get into this comparison game it's horrible yeah and, and like you say if you're comparing yourself to yourself of yesterday are you you know, are you making some improvements are you following through if you said you know for 2023 my goal is to read the bible this year how are you doing exactly on? and if you've gotten behind can you can Catch up a little bit and say, you, know, you may take an assessment of the previous, yeah, of the older you and say, you know, where can I make some of these improvements? Mm-hmm. And, and those, what's really nice about those, those are ones you can check off as successful. True. Because if you say, my goal was to read the Bible this year and here I am, I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, but if you're just looking at people with their toes in the sand and unless you're making some moves to get your toes in the sand... Uh, you'll feel badly every single time you see it and say, well, I'm not having on my toes in the sand. Yeah. Anyway, well, why don't you work on stuff that you can work on? <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. One of the yeah. other things... Which that, is a lot of things. Yeah, yeah another, yeah. another yeah. rule he said is, you know, pursue what is meaningful. And of course, that's what all of us as believers want to be doing is, is doing God's call on our life. And that's going to be meaningful. But he also said that life is suffering. And he goes, that's pretty clear. There's no more basic, irrefutable truth. Um, and I think that's a point well taken. You know, yeah. I'm, there was a book that, um, oh, I don't recall the name of it. It was it was a huge bestseller back uh, uh, in the 70s and 80s. Um, 
and uh, people say, yeah, this, you've got to read this book. This will help you get your life together. And I bought it, hmm. and I opened it up, and the first words were, life is suffering. The sooner you <laughs> come to accept that, the better off you'll be. Is that the road less traveled? I said, well, that's enough of that book. Yeah, it might have been, yes. I think that, and I think that was the end of that book. For me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, M. Scott Peck, I, I, I think that was the yes. first line, life is difficult. Yes, life is difficult. Yeah. And the sooner you, yes. Yeah, it was M. Scott Peck. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that tells you how far I got in the book. I got to, <laughs> I got to life is difficult. And I said, well, that's not what I came here for. I came here to find out that life could be easy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it, uh, I'm still working on that, actually. And an, uh, another that point was, that I thought was interesting was that assume that the person that you're listening to might know something you don't. Yes. That yes. That would create genuine conversation if you listen and and think that everyone I talk to might be teaching me something or telling me something I didn't know and I can walk away from that conversation less ignorant because of something I learned. What a novel idea. Yeah. I uh, often you know sometimes even I'll even do it with my my kids. Um but I may present something that I'm working on and they'll say, well, we, yeah, I don't know. My wife can do this because I don't know anything about magic. I said, you're exactly the person I want. I want an opinion that's coming from so far out there as, a, as an observer that's not looking at, let's say I'm trying to learn a magic trick. You're not looking at this as a magic trick. You're looking at this as something entirely different. And you'll see things that I can't see because I have blind spots now. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to be aware of my blind spots. The more I learn about stuff, I start to realize I have more and more blind spots. Uh, you know, I like to work out at the gym, and I've been going to the gym for over 40 years, and I still try to remove the blinders that I have that say that things have to be done in a certain way, and I'm still trying to be open to the idea 45 years later that there might be another way to do things. Uh, it's... It's hard because it's really easy to get the for me to get the blinders on and get set in my ways. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, and that means listen to people. And sometimes you're listening to somebody. You say, "Who is this guy? He doesn't know anything about anything," and then they say something brilliant. And if you do genuine listening, you may feel like you are going to have a much better chance at understanding somebody, loving them better. And hearing their perspective, I think we have these defaults in our brain that go, oh, you're one of those guys. And you might have the only three words into your sentence, and I've already come to a conclusion, which is bad. Yeah, I'm sure we're all guilty of it. I know uh, that I am. I've made assumptions about people uh, based on maybe the job they have. I mean, how many times do you walk into the local big box hardware store and you say, look at that guy. Look at that guy. Uh, he couldn't get any other job, and then you find I out he's, you know. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. Well, yeah, actually, because I, I, I don't either, because no, no, I know don't. who these guys are. But, yeah. you know, I know people sometimes, they go, oh, you know, is this the only job he could get? And then you find out he retired five years ago. He's bored out of his mind. He knows a lot about plumbing. And he thought, I'll just help people. He doesn't care about the paycheck. He doesn't care about any of it mm-hmm. other than he wants to help people. Yeah. And this, sure enough, you got a plumbing problem. You say, let me go see that guy, M. Yeah. Scott Peck in the plumbing aisle. <laughs> right. Speaking of helping. He's another, the guy that said, 
Speaking of helping another person (laughs) who did not need the money was that guy you worked with at the club in California that really did something quite remarkable. I think that's a great story. If you can probably do it in two minutes, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, he was the you know, the Magic Castle in Hollywood opened in 1963. He was one of the first employees. He was the Mater D. You know, 35 years later, he's still working there. And I thought, yeah, this poor guy. You know, I just, uh, you know, trying to. He still has to work. He should be retired. And then um, I find out that one of the other employees there said, "Well, I, you know, I got to pay my rent. I got to go pay it to David." I said, "David, your landlord? Oh, yeah." Yeah, he, he owns, I don't know, 25, 30 houses. So, wait, 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 wait. The Mater D owns, owns 25 houses? Oh, yeah, he bought like, he just kept buying them up. He started buying them in the 60s, saving his money, bought one, fixed it up, rented it, and then just you know, rolled it over. I said, really? So then I get invited to David's house for a party, and it, uh, it, it turns out that he lives in what used to be a military institute next to a golf course in the heart of Hollywood. Oh, wow. And the, the, all of the barracks were turned into condos, and he bought the general's house and the guest house next door, restored them, restored them to their original luster with solid mahogany walls. Oh, wow. And it turned out he was a multimillionaire, and he would graciously help people. And there was an old man that used to come to our club that people complained about. He was 95, and he didn't smell so good. And uh, so David took all of his, a lot of his resources, and we dug into this guy's life. We found out he was a, an old vaudeville star. I had made assumptions about this guy. And it turned out he was a big deal on, in vaudeville, and he would walk two miles to the Magic Castle every night at 95 years old because he had no transportation. And David, you know, people wanted to have him removed from the club, and we decided to do the opposite. We decided to uh, go to where he lived, see what his conditions were. It, they were atrocious, and it was all fixed up, all new furniture. We bought him all new clothes. We had a taxi service waiting to take him to him from the club, and we treated him like a king. Mm. Uh, and people, of course, stopped complaining about him. They said that Whitey Roberts, he's a great guy. Said, yeah, well, you know, he had a rough go. And it was less than a year later he died. Yeah, but then he would come to the club and not have resources to eat. And then you also made it available that anytime he came and anytime he wanted food, that you would serve him. Whitey Roberts got dinner, whatever he needed, huh. we paid for. Beautiful story. Yeah. And that was, you know, David was a huge force behind it. And there he was. And then one night I said, I don't understand. Why do you, why are you working as a maitre d'? He says, oh, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> But when you got to Whitey's apartment, it was pretty atrocious, wasn't it? Uh, soiled everything. The yeah. bed was black. Oh, boy. It was, it, so we just we bought all new furniture. Yeah. Bought all new furniture, all new clothes, and uh, cleaned them up and got him some. Uh, got him to a doctor and um, you know got him cab rides back and forth. So he wouldn't have to. He, he walked two miles wow. to and from every that, like couple nights a week. Yeah, that is taking care. Of somebody. Yeah. Nice job. All right, Patrick, yeah. thanks so much. I hope you have a great rest of the weekend. I'll talk to you soon. Hi. Thanks. All right. Patrick Albanese has been my guest to get things started. We're going to take a little break when we come back. The Monday Afternoon Mix is going to have a very special guest who just walked in the studio. I'm not even going to announce his name until we come back from the break.
Welcome to the Monday afternoon mix. Mix, mix, mix. I'm sitting at this chair today because of the man to my left. That is the very reason I'm here. Wow. And that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Pastor David Miles. It is it not is. Rosie B. It's not Rosie B. It's I mean, not. like, I know, like, Bill, I got a text from you. You were, like, super excited about this. And so, like, I genuinely feel, like, the excitement about this. And so... Well, I did say who was going to be my guest you early did our, at, the, at the top of the show. Did, yes. Well, yes. didn't at yeah. the break you did you were saying you were going to hold the tension? Yeah, I did. I was creating some tension, but <laughs> sure. the tension is now it's time to break it. It is uh, the former station manager here at Faith Radio, Neil Stavum, who was uh, here at Faith Radio for 46 years. 46. And yeah, retired 46 six years. months ago. Wow. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And how does it feel? It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, well. Are you still a planner, or are you a little more spontaneous now that you're retired? Um, I think I, the, the word that I came up with was, uh, was decompression. Okay. That, you know, when, you, when you're working all the time, it's, mm-hmm. everything's compressed. You know? like you gotta, you got to get groceries, and you, gotta, you, know, you can only do it That's here true. or there. And, that, and so now it's like, I, thought, I, mean, I don't have to buy green bananas. Because I can go back, I can go back to the store and get them when they're ripe. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, that's you know, yeah. that, that was pretty much the highlight. Yeah, but so, your your little windows of opportunity yeah. have just expanded, haven't yeah. they? So yeah. instead of the fifteen minutes you had to go stop at yeah. the store, you now have all yeah. day. Yeah. So you can have like a banana split Sunday, like at that moment. You don't have to give it a few days. Uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's life has uh, has. Greatly uh, improved in terms yeah. of the uh, you know the food options. Yeah. So, so Neil, <laughs> tell me about uh, how it um, is day to day. You wake up and you go, wait a minute, I'm not going into Faith Radio today. You did that for 46 years. Yeah. So there's some ruts, right? <laughs> that was sure. Yeah. That was that was that was different. Yeah. You know? But I think I was uh, I was you know we were kind of joking ahead of time that I. Announced, you know, my plan to retire, you know, months in advance. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I knew it was coming, and I was, I think, I was ready and really settled, and so yeah, it was fine. Yeah, but, but I did. I have since, you know, picked up some other little kind of side gig things. Sure, just, just kind of because, and yeah, and you know, what that's has been steady? You what has expanded since uh, retirement? Do you a little little extra sleep in the morning, a little extra quiet time? Uh, uh, yes and yes. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, you know, there's not the, there's there's not the I think the the rush to get. So, although you know winter kind of came back again on us, but otherwise we're you know walking pretty steadily every day. Nice. Just doing a you know just and you had, you had time to walk and you didn't have to like well you have to get up at four so you could you know be done with your walk before. Mm-hmm. You know? So um, walking, uh, uh, I was. Uh, you know, fairly regular at the gym for a while, mm-hmm. and that kind of you know <laughs> trail off. So, turns out that uh, six months aren't long enough to build a habit after all. You need a little longer. But uh, <laughs> got to talk to those researchers. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, I thought uh, it was thirty days. Uh, I, you know, I'd, uh, I'd say do a lot. I'm doing a lot of reading, and right. it's something I've always liked to do anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much a regular habit. I think every day, probably. Yeah. And then, what is the latest book you read? Uh, well, what I'm what I'm in the middle of right now. Well, I guess probably the latest one, the longest one, was uh, a friend who recommended it. It was about a, a woman in the 1850s uh, who uh, was uh, put into a uh, 
uh, insane asylum, as they mm-hmm. call them. And, uh, you know, she had been very active kind of in the women's uh, movement and abolition, which was kind of getting started in the uh, the early 1800s. And her husband had her committed because she was she was doing some women's Bible studies and things. And so, anyway, it's just a story about mm. it. It's like the, I think the woman who they couldn't keep silent or, mm. and just, just, you know, so that was a you know, pretty long, substantial book. And so, mm-hmm. um, but oh, I, what I'm reading right now is uh, Michael Card's from his uh, imagination, biblical imagination series. I'm going through nice. John mm. started at the beginning of the year. I thought, well, I, you know, I can do the regular Bible reading through and start reading in Matthew. I thought, you know, I got, Michael Card's Matthew commentary. So I, I went through that, and then I going through John. I thought I'll just only get Mark and Luke as well. Mm-hmm. Just, so, so I'm in the middle of that. Yeah, and then as far as this being a transition, which is a, a significant transition, um, have you asked God as to where you're going next, or do you say to yourself, "I'm not going to do much for a year. I'm going to take a year to just be retired, and then I'll start asking questions." Yeah, you know, I don't think I've I've pursued it uh, where it's like I you know I have to have something. Nice. I've, I've just been tried to be open. Um, you know, as you know, my my son-in-law started a uh, well has a business that but started a shop, and mm-hmm. so you know, I had an opportunity to help him a little bit. And uh, earlier on, uh, uh, one of my other sons did a little kind of painting and helping with them. Did some so just some projects. Did some of those things and. Um, Picked up a couple other little things that mm-hmm. I got going on. So. Yeah, so no, I don't. I don't know that I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm not uh, anxious about. You know, there's got to be the next thing, and it's. You know, so yeah, I love that. Well, Neil, you know, 46 years, and thank you so very much uh, for your ministry and service, and uh, the countless lives, some you know, and many, 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 many more. Um, that have been impacted by your love and labor in Christ. And so I'm here to the left of Neil because of you, because Bill's here. And and if Bill's here, then I'm here. I'm not sure if it means like everywhere we go. Or <laughs> yeah. But I did want to ask this. I mean, like, how, how was it? Like 46 years of driving in, did you have like moments where you kind of got up and just kind of autopilot and you started driving and you had to say to yourself like, whoa, wait a minute. And it's okay if not. <laughs> oh, oh no, since, since I yeah, retired. Since, so. since you retired. Because um, that's 46 years yeah. of, of just a, a, of a really incredible, you know, legacy here. But a pretty good repetition of no yeah i think i think i let it uh settle down i thought when i when i left i thought you know uh we have a great amazing team mm-hmm. i mean bill and rosie just you know just uh, part of the amazing team and uh, chris is mm-hmm. the new manager and she's great and so yeah. you know it's uh they've they've got the opportunity to uh, continue the ministry and so mm-hmm. i no i didn't i don't think i i didn't i don't have those you know Start driving around, going. Oh, I don't know. no, no! I meant like <laughs> so, yeah. you get up in the no. morning. Because have you ever been driving someplace and all of a sudden it's like you meant to take that turn to go home, but you're so used to like driving something, and it's like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I missed my turn, you know, because of habit. Yeah, I would say I do that <laughs> more than I want to admit <laughs> sure. to. Yes. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize this was going to be an intervention about my uh, <laughs> some of the the memory issues, but you know. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> Um, 
So Neil, Neil Stavum is our guest, and we have always uh, appreciated Neil's leadership when he was here at the helm, and he really cultivated the team that is here at Faith Radio right now. And I think of Susie and Carmen and uh, Rosie and all our producers and pretty much mm-hmm. everybody was cultivated by you. Yeah. So thank you for that, yeah, honestly. Thank you. Because I get to be here today because of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I really, you know, just, you know, look back and think that because it was a, in the role of manager for about three and a half, about four years or so. And I thought, well, that really was a, and that was actually thanks to Bill because uh, when the uh, opportunity came up, I thought, well, I don't, I hadn't been in management, you know, the entire, you know, 40 plus years before that, that, you know, I think I kind of felt like I was, you know, I was part of the solution, not part of the problem. <laughs> so by, by not being in management, <laughs> but uh, Bill actually encouraged me. He said, you know, you should, you should pursue that. He said, mm. you know, it'd be a nice way to you know, kind of finish up your career. And I don't know if you use those words, but. I, I think I started by saying there's not a lot of times God has so clearly given me a message to give to somebody else. <laughs> that was probably it. I yeah. think it was something yeah. to that. And I yeah. said, Neil, I, I would really love for you to pursue this. Yeah. I think it would be a perfect uh, way to end your career at Faith Radio. And yeah. you, were you a manager for four years? I think uh, yeah. not quite, you know, yeah. three now. Oh, out, like that's outstanding. Yeah. So yeah. what what is your identity? Has your identity changed at all? I mean, you go from station manager of Faith Radio to... Now some part-time gigs, and does that you know I, I affect the psyche uh, at all? No. Well, oh, I guess for me, I I wasn't. I mean, I I never. It wasn't about the uh, you know any sort of status for me. So I mean, I, I think I still felt like I was just you know kind of one of the gang anyway, and just you know, and the, one of our uh, a longtime engineers years ago who, who was you know, kind of always. Saying kind of silly things, but he Mark, uh, no uh, Don Malley. Okay, you know, but uh, but Don would always say, you know, just put your finger in a bucket, of, uh, a bucket of water, and pull it out. He said, that's how much they'll remember you when you're gone. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, there's some truth to that. You know that it's you know it's just and you know God, it's it it wasn't my you know agenda or my you know my organization. God's got His work going on. Mm-hmm. Been going on you know 74 years now. It's mm-hmm. like well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have come and gone, and you know, and I was thinking about uh, David. I know just even some transition you were going through a, a, a book by William uh, Vanderblomen, who is uh, does a lot of um, uh, pastoral transition things mm-hmm. and stuff. And and in his book Next, uh, talking about pastoral transition, he makes a comment. He says, you know, every pastor is an interim pastor. And I kind of just, I felt that way. You know, that's kind of the first thing he says when somebody takes a new pastor. All right, you'll start planning your you know, transition. Every pastor is an interim pastor. And I thought, yeah. well, that's the same when the ministry like Faith Radio. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was just to your first season. and so. I, I feel the exact same way, Neil. Yeah. I get to sit in this chair for, for however yeah. long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But 74 years into the ministry, it's like you pull your finger out of the bucket yeah. of water. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's God, it. Yeah, God's going to continue doing, oh, yeah. doing his work. And so it's just a... And what a you know what a great opportunity to to see the team develop and I think you know probably in, in terms of um, retiring when I did it was like well I you know it's not I'm not leaving it in disrepair so in fact it's probably never been stronger and, yeah. and it continues to grow which is yeah. you know really exciting so I'm I'm a cheerleader from the sidelines well we feel that and right. we think right. about you all the time wouldn't you say that Rosie I'm gonna get Rosie here don't don't we talk about Neil often all the time. <laughs> 
all the <laughs> time. Can, can and I'm looking at you going, gosh, it's been six months. And I so loved seeing you in the studio during fundraisers. And I love the identity question. And honestly, I'm going to put words in your mouth, Neil, just from what I've witnessed to who you have been, at least in, in our transactions that I've known you, which is just a short period of time. I feel like you're so gracefully going into this transition because your identity is a son of God. Amen. Right? It was never station manager or yeah. amazing talk show host or, mm-hmm. you know, you've always been and exuded your king, your your um, who you are in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just really, I'm sitting here lo- looking at you going, I want this lesson. I want to, you know, never what I do to be my definition of who I am because I'm a daughter of the high king. All right, Rosie, what did Neil always lead with all the time? Oh. Starts with a P. Starts with a P. Yeah. Prayer. Um, I don't know. Prayer. Prayer. Okay, (laughs) prayer. (laughs) I'm thinking of all the things he used to say. Uh, Popsicles. I don't know. (laughs) I'm thinking of all the silly things he would say. I'm like, what can I say on air? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. And thank you for not saying them. You're welcome. You're welcome. Probably wise. I'll I'll watch for the check in the mail. I told Bill when he when he invited me on. I said, well, you know, it's kind of it's a bigger risk for for him than it is for me because, you know, I can do the show and leave, but he's got to come back and do it tomorrow. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, I hope anyway. Well, sure. Well, yeah, well, not my decision, so, yeah, so yeah. you're good. <laughs> I don't have to be nice to you anymore, No, that's true. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Yeah. All right, we'll take a little break. We'll be right back on the Monday Afternoon Mix. Our special guest today is Neil Stavum, former Faith Radio Manager. We'll be right back. Start each week with a moment of reflection and prayer with the Faith Radio Prayer Devotional Email. Sign up today at MyFaithRadio.com. Do not adjust your knob. This is not a replay show from years ago. This is live with Neil Stavum. The golden mellifluous pipes of Neil Stavum is in studio with Ooh, us. Oh, I like that. That's a, wow. that's a nice. That was a nice word combo. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Mellifluous. I'll say it again. Mellif- mellifluous. Mellifluous. <gasps> mellifluous. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I look up big words. <laughs> I don't know what they mean, but I try to use it. So, Neil, you still listen a lot to Faith Radio? I do. I yeah, oh, good. So, what do you listen to yeah, besides so. the afternoon show and all that stuff? Well, sure. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know mainly the afternoon show. Okay, so, good. Yeah. No, no I was questions. actually I was listening okay, to uh, just out. <laughs> Carmen the other day, and uh, Bill English was on with Carmen and talking about Social Security and how that used to be when it started. It was what, you know, seven people working for every person that was taking social security announced down to three so i just want Ooh. to thank all three of you for, <laughs> for still working because it really helps so anyway no. <laughs> uh, you know i've been actually uh, i've been uh, been listening not really i guess binge listening but but actually listening some podcasts to uh, some of the various teachers and just and helping the production guys and just finding some audio clips and things. Mm-hmm. Just, so mm-hmm. that's been just kind of fun to listen to. Um, the other day, I listened to uh, Alistair Begg and uh, some uh, Chuck Swindoll recently and some Rick Warren. So just, you know, been listening to some of the teachers. I heard a little bit of uh, Susie the other day with with Chip Ingram. I just thought that was just 
Those guys yeah. have a great chemistry. Well, don't yeah, they? it's just those two. It was yeah. you just sense the chemistry, and then the content's like, wow, that was yeah. so good. Which I just it, to me that just continues to, you know, I guess amaze me that the you know the ministry has grown as it has, and it just I mean, knowing that there are you know a hundred countries <laughs> represented yeah. that are that are listening, <laughs> yeah. and it's just I, the impact just. I just heard through. last week that Susie Larson is. Uh, Popular. I didn't. I didn't oh, you didn't. I, we don't I, I, I didn't, okay, so, I didn't yeah. know that. So, yeah. <laughs> but very, very popular. Well, you know, a lot of times the lead-ins to the main shows, you know, they they start growing their own fan base. Right. So that right. Seems, <laughs> seems to have happened. The, the warm-up act. Yeah, the warm-up yeah. act. Yeah, seems yeah. like yeah. it's happened. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> what about uh, what did you learn from JD Greer the other day? Oh well, so yeah, when I Bill, assume you were getting to that. Well, yeah. I know we got time. Didn't I, I don't know. Didn't know if you. <laughs> I, uh, oh, so Neil, when, we when, have time. When Bill, uh, when Bill said, why, you know, "Why don't you come on?" I said, "Well, you know," and talk about you know retirement. Said, well, that's interesting because I was just listening to JD, and he was doing a message about you know a challenge to older men not to kind of check out. Right. Mm. And I, well, okay, I better. I went back and actually looked at because he keeps his notes up on his uh, on his uh, podcast. And he talked about, uh, and I, one of my grandsons uh, is now six, but uh, when he was four or five playing soccer, and J.D. talked about when he was coaching four-year-olds, he said, you don't come up with plays. Basically, you get three things that you're trying to help them learn, other than don't bite each other. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and the soccer says, go in the right direction. So it's the start of each game at the halftime. You know, yeah. I always ask them, now, which goal are we trying to score in? Because, you know, they just, and the second thing was don't walk off the field while the game's going on. Right? <laughs> you can just see that. And then and the third thing, he said, there's such a thing as positions. They don't get it. They just want to swarm. They just stay in positions. And, uh-huh. and then he says that's what Paul was doing to uh, Titus. He was coaching them up and particularly to uh, the older men. But he said, you know, he gave those three, three things. that We all go in the same direction, the direction set out by the gospel. We don't leave the field early, and then to play the positions, and probably not to bite each other. But said, so, you know, the uh, verse Titus two two, older men are to be level headed, worthy of respect, sensible, and sound in faith, love, and endurance. He said, you know, temptation for older men is to get the last third of their lives. Say, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna coast. We got her done. And he said, we start thinking about only about ourselves, our hobbies, our interests. And they uh, they weary of giving themselves to service. They get grumpy and cynical. So Paul says, be self-controlled. Don't think about your needs only. Be sound in faith. Don't get cynical. Be temperate. Don't give yourselves excessively to numbing things. And don't ever stop. And talk about Caleb and some of those mm-hmm. things. So mm-hmm. those are a few challenges for me that I didn't know that I had uh, fully applied those. Yeah. Because I think I may be still in that kind of decompression mode. Well, yeah. and decompression is a good word, and you're certainly entitled to be in that mode for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. Although I did think, too, then, I, because uh, a friend of ours just uh, took a long trip uh, to Hawaii and came back and has some blood clots now, because that's, of course, the, oh. you know, it's, it's too long, yeah. you know, sitting in, on a inactive. Plane. Oh, so, inactive, yeah. 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 Yep. And sitting, yes. So, Deep vein thrombosis. Yeah. So there, you do need to have, you need to have some compression. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, so I don't know if that's my, is my... Uh, Area that I'm balancing. Yeah, okay. and no. are you welcome around your house? Yeah, man, most times. Yeah, most, <laughs> most days. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's yeah. no. Did, did, I, did Sherry true. go? Don't you have to go somewhere? No. Okay. No. So yeah. So we, you're welcome. We we get along well. Yeah, we, get, <laughs> we get along. We get along very well. And a little so, bit yeah, more time so. with the grandkids. 
Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've got. yeah, which and I'm I'm hoping to uh, to see that happen a little bit more. And in fact, I one of my side gigs I did partly because it's in the neighborhood of a couple of grandkids. So nice. when summer comes, school's mm. out. I'm hoping I can just you know it's kind of a, I'll be in the neighborhood and drop mm. by a little bit. Mm-hmm. So anyway. How many grandkiddos? I have six. Oh so, wow, yeah. cool. I didn't know it was six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then do you still have uh, some uh, contract work that you do with? Uh, fundraising and things. Yeah, I have a yeah. Couple work, of with, work with another uh, network that uh, yeah, just do. I mean, another yeah. network. Well, it's, this yeah. interview is over. <laughs> <laughs> it's a music network. Oh, okay, we're trying, right. to, trying to bring them along. All right, but no. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I just it's just a once a year thing, and I do some some voice work for them. So nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, it's good. So Neil, if someone's maybe driving home today, and they're they're sitting there thinking about their possible transition and the Lord's kind of speaking to them and they're kind of wrestling a little bit with that. Having been there, you know, what would be some, some words of encouragement and challenge that you would give to that person driving at this moment? Um, he doesn't like questions where you put them on the spot, I know. David. Yeah. Just so you know, you always have to not do that. I did. Uh, so, um, J.D. Greer, at the end of his message series, he quoted uh, Henry Ward Beecher. He said, it's not the going out of port, but the coming in that determines the success of the voyage. So a call to finish strong. And I think, you know, I think we've all heard those calls to finish strong. And I think it doesn't really matter at what age or stage you're in. It's just, you know, it's how are you, how are you preparing to, to continue to be steadfast and and, and uh, that's that's the verse, right? In in, in Titus two, it's uh, endure, right? That's the last word. It's about it's not just older men or to be level headed, but it, it could be anybody, right? Uh, be level headed, worthy of respect, sensible, and sound in faith, love, and endurance. I think endurance is probably one of the key words, isn't it, for mm-hmm. for today's culture? That you know, sometimes you just you just need to endure. Yeah, and if you're in a work situation that's tough, you just want to. You still need to endure. You know, one thing, as you were talking, um, Neil, that was really just of a great encouragement and something that we all can do is, as you were sharing, like even taking the role of station manager and what a blessing that's been for all of us. But you mentioned how Bill encouraged you. Yeah. And just how cool it is that sometimes just someone coming alongside of us and encouraging us. You know, whether it was Jethro with Moses encouraging him, there's a better way to lead. Yeah. And sometimes just encouraging and saying, you know what, Neil, it would be great if you would step into this role and lead and, and the huge blessing. And that's that's something neat that we all have air in our lungs that we can do. And so, Bill, thank you because you said the Lord spoke to you on that and just the ways that you spoke and just thank you for doing that. Thank you for modeling that for us. It's it's uh, hard to I think you don't always think of yourself in terms of your capabilities. You you see your uh, you know inadequacies, you know, and the uh, the impossible instead of the impossible, you know. And so, you know, guys like Bill who who just have this natural gift of encouragement, uh, really, those are you know guys that you love to be around and yeah. and they really help you take the next step. So, mm. so. and I'm glad you did, Neil. Yeah, well. And, I was Thanks. giving a, a little bit of, a, of telling people that you were going to be on the show today, and there was quite a buzz around here today. 
I noticed that a lot of people have avoided you. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I heard I heard the door buzzing as people were kind of leaving. <laughs> no, just kidding. And you still have yeah. a key card that works to get uh, in? I, I did. Uh, I talked to the receptionist. She gave me a... No, no, I don't. Oh, you don't, you don't have a key card? No. What's hanging on your belt? Well, this this is the this is a, a visitor access oh, card. Okay. So, yes. <laughs> I, have to, All I, right. have to, I have to give it back. Yeah. That's well, yeah. absolutely great seeing you. And thank, thank you. you once again yeah. for your amazing faithfulness at Faith Radio here. And thank you for bringing the team on that you brought on. So um, really some nice texts are coming in. Uh, still has that young-sounding, great radio voice. It is a cool yeah. voice, man. Yeah. Uh, super wow. nice to hear Neil's voice again. Great to hear what he's been up to. Still miss his noon show from back in the day. Well, yeah, that was back in the day. So, anyway. Yeah, Connecting Faith with yeah. Neil Stavum. Yeah. Great show. Yeah, appreciate uh, the fact that uh, you guys are carrying on good legacy. So well, a lot of ministry has taken place yes. over 74 years, and, yes. and, and it's just continuing to get better. We... Love you, Neil Stavum. Deeply honored to have you on, yeah. Yeah. Neil. Thanks, Thank you Dave. so much for coming. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, All right. Rosie. All right. We'll take a little break. We'll escort Neil out of the building. <laughs> and we'll be back with Dr. Marcus Bachman, and we're going to talk about how to have hard conversations today. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Programming like this is made available through your support. Information available at MyFaithRadio.com.